Yo, peace and love, family. It's the Hood Psychologist. I'm back at it again with the legendary Nia Queen, and this is the What's Good With You podcast. And we are back for our last episode of the season. Oh man, I'm kind of I'm kind of sad, but okay, okay. Let me get into it. <laughs> um, today we have a special guest, um, Long Journey, who is an artist, entrepreneur, um, vegan enthusiast. <laughs> That vegan life. And uh, uh, a good friend of mine, um, I met him through Instagram, and I was really inspired by his um, Fruit for Thought um, series that he has on his page. And a lot of people were, like, reposting it, and I was like, oh, man, this this man is aware right here. Like, he knows something, you know? (laughs) A lot of guys I meet, like, they just, you know, they're not Here she go. spiritually into. Bash the fellas. Here we go, y'all. All, get all right, ready. all right. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get too much into it. But, Don't but worry, man, I got it. But I always thought that you were um, just like so whole within yourself, and um, I, I'm happy for you to be here. I'm very happy man, for you I, to be I here. Appreciate you having me here, man. I love it. I know you got a strong soul, bro. You said you vegan. Yes, sir. Well, I went vegan for like two minutes and was like, nah, I'm going to turn back around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vegan is. Strong is, soul, you, you, you really have to be disciplined for that. For sure. You have yeah. to have a special type of discipline. And, um, and I, willpower, I, for sure. It's, right. It's, it's, it's how much you want it, man. It's, it's, I promise you, it's how much you want it. It's, I have my days. I have my days. <laughs> I'm just like, forget all of this, man. Forget all of my morals and my integrity with this vegan stuff. <laughs> just want to go to in and out real quick. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But but you, how long have you been vegan? Six and a half years. Oh man! Wow, that yeah, man, that's 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 commendable. Years, that's commendable. Hey, so so right is there. it like is it like um. Like say you got a Christian, Christians mess up their sin sometimes. Is it the same thing with like vegan, vegans? Like, <laughs> like, like you like yeah, but I'm strong vegan, but you know I just bit a chicken strip. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. I had one bite. Is it the same type of deal, or is it, it just, it's like more? Some some people do that, right? Okay. But for me, it, it depend on your body. So my body, it'll let me know when it don't like something. Yeah, right yeah, away. yeah, yeah, okay. And I like. Along like the year and a half mark, mm-hmm. I did exactly what you was talking about. Yep. I tried to, oh, you know what? Let me see how this chicken strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my stomach was like, bruh. Nah, we ain't been, doing that no it's more. It's been over a year now. Come on now. What are we, exactly. What are we doing? Re- rejected it. Rejected it. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I wanted to, the reason why I wanted you on the show is because I feel like you educated me a lot on spirituality mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I feel like you were the one to be able to point out that, like, my spirit was broken and I, mm-hmm. I had no idea. I just thought, you know, I thought I was, you know, just, oh, I'm back in Cali. I'm working. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was like, something not right with you. Mm-hmm. Something not right mm-hmm. in your spirit. And, like, at first I was like, what? Man, he tripping, man. Yeah. He he doing too much. Da, 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 da. Like, I was fighting it mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, shortly after, like, he told me, I really, like, looked at my behavior. Yeah. And I, I feel like I really was wounded. I, I, mm. I was wounded. And I, I never took that time to heal um, from my past trauma. And I, I really do appreciate you. And I always, like, ask him, like, I wonder why we met. But mm-hmm. I feel like you were put into my life 
to to almost like hold a mirror up to me mm-hmm. because you know sometimes you just go get so caught up in your life and doing yeah. the bare minimum and not doing that healing work and it takes like somebody who's actually done the work to recognize it That's within facts. you and be That's like facts. you know what i think something not right like you acting a little and you know i just thought it was normal i just thought oh this is just what we do you know right 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 <laughs> so i i i, I always appreciate him for that and um he will always be a dear friend to me for that um so this episode is going to be about spiritual healing so a lot of people i feel like i don't know if it's true or not but a lot of people on social media are into these spiritual practices (laughs) now um you know with the stones and the sage and the incense and all that the crystals the crystals i'm sorry it's it's feeling trendy right sometimes it it does feel trendy um but i I don't want to criticize what anybody else does for their healing but it's it's facts i seen i seen a real uptake in it after um the passing of the great nifty hustle right yeah i started i started to see a lot of a lot more spirituality folks yeah And, and i think the difference is like you know mental health is more so like intellectual mm-hmm. you know it's about the brain and like oh if you repeat this then you'll be you know yeah. but spirituality is more about your soul mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes there's things within mental health that you know mm-hmm. it's not it's not a it's not a book on it right it's That's not right. a you know sometimes it takes a little bit for us to dig a little deeper mm-hmm. and um even I, I realized that because I thought, oh, well, I'm going to therapy like I'm doing fine. But mm-hmm. it's just like, no, you, you got to do a little bit more. You got to search a little bit harder. And I feel like spirituality is like that next step. Yeah. If you really want to, you know, come to a place of wholeness. Mm-hmm. Um, so and one of my favorite shows, I know you guys said you never heard this show, but Yala Fixed My Life. I love I that, that show. show. Yeah, I've heard it. My, my mom, she, she religiously, brother. Watching it, <laughs> but but Iyanla is not a doctor. She's uh-huh. not a therapist, but she is a spiritual healer, and I feel like she's able to see these people and recognize where their trauma is, where their pain is, mm. and what they need to do to heal that. Okay, and um, she's she ending- finds healing in, in that for herself as well. Right? Yeah, because she has she has been through a lot herself. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, yeah, it's a show on own and it's actually ending and I, I know y'all don't care, but like to me, like that was like, <laughs> no, I, I really like that. Like it's a black woman on here, like really using spirituality and just like her, her motherly, like nurturing spirit mm-hmm. to help heal other black people, you know? And she, I don't even think she's ever really had like people of other races on there like you know she made the point to like just have black people on there Mm -hmm. and fix like generational trauma or family Mm -hmm. trauma like it's just it's just amazing and that that's another reason why i wanted to do this episode because i've always been inspired by iyanla Mm -hmm. um but let's let's get into the questions that i have for lj um so spiritual healing or healing work when did you realize that it was time for you to take that next step. Um, I started my spiritual journey in 2014. Well, really about 
December 2013 going into 2014. Mm-hmm. So I was just entering college, just getting to know people, getting to know myself. I was really isolated. So I spent a lot of time in a library studying and just reading books, but like more so just, you know, in my own head, in my own thoughts. And since I am an artist, I was writing a lot, but I was keeping a lot of it to myself. Mm -hmm. And so when I did that, I started finding healing just by realizing I was expressing myself Mm -hmm. just by simply letting out my emotions on the paper Mm -hmm. and being able to, you know, focus on a task like school. And, you know, sometimes a lot of these things, we use those things kind of like distractions. Facts. But it was more so of like a structural type of thing to where it, it gave me something to do and allowed me to get into a healthy routine at that time. That mm-hmm. allowed me to see myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. outside of, you know, scrambling around and having all these th- different things going on. I was sticking to a certain routine, so I was able to look at myself a lot clearer. Mm-hmm. And... um so from 2014, I joined this uh, club as, at a Long Beach City College called Sankofa. And, um, what does that mean? <sighs> Why are you asking me? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's so sad because I should remember, right? Uh-huh. But it's just been a while, and a lot of things happened with the club, you know. And what was the Sankofa is an African yeah, it's bird. A, it's, it's a bird. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh-huh. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, look at y'all teaching me something. Yeah, I was All in right. a, I was in a um, program called Sankofa in middle school. Mm. So they had um, like uh, at the middle school I was at, they had black educators teaching black students. Exactly, and that's oh, exactly okay. what it was. Just for college, they were coming up with you know the black counselors and the professors would come and teach us about history and give us you know insights about how we can you know, apply for black colleges outside of City College mm-hmm. after you get your AA. And that was something that meant a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I met a lot of powerful people. I met some mentors there and people that just basically were challenging me in a thought-provoking way mm-hmm. that expanded my mind and eventually expanded my spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... With your spirituality, do you feel like when you started having that spiritual awakening, that's what led you to, you know, be vegan because you just wanted to, like, kind of, like, cleanse your body? Would you say that? Well, I'm just guessing. but Well, yeah, no, no. Um, it's, it's a, so the vegan thing was more so I had, like, a lot of stress when mm-hmm. I was young just because my parents separated when I was like seven years old so I had to deal with that and um, they didn't separate peacefully so Mm -hmm. they hated each other so they was going back and forth and that stress on a kid can make you have so much high blood pressure and other health problems growing up Mm -hmm. so that's that's facts that was like my biggest thing so I was trying to get as healthy as I could in college because of the knowledge I was gaining just from going to class and learning new things Mm -hmm. but also it was more so like Okay, I need to figure out how I can heal myself from all the past trauma I've been dealing with since birth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so you had to do that internally and externally. Yeah, it's it's a battle, man, because we think externally is the toughest battle, but mm. internally is the biggest. Ooh. Not for real. Yeah. Who are you telling? Because when I when I finally realized like that I was broken. I was just like, dang. 
Oh no, like no, but it it really hit me uh, one day because because sometimes I think we get caught up in the routine of the mm-hmm. everyday. Mm-hmm. Like I was going mm-hmm. to work, so coming home, working out, and you know you get stuck in this routine, stuck in this routine. But it's like your your relationships with other people are a reflection of your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's how I started to notice that there was something wrong. Why am I acting this way? Why am I standoffish? Why am I, you know, just trying to run away from positive things, mm-hmm. not letting good things happen, like doubting everything, like, no, that's not that's not it. Or, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. When really, like, just let these things happen. Let these things happen naturally. But, um Ah man, like I, I really don't I, I don't like to to bash <laughs> you say I like to bash men. But I was playing. You, I, I, you be keeping it real. I, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the show. You don't, you don't right. Yeah, I, I try not to um but a lot of my brokenness had come from a previous relationship mm-hmm. where I had put my all into it. And I, I feel like the mistakes that I made was that I started putting this man before myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and that's why it was so devastating when, you know, he he revealed his true self to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, right. I'll say that because I don't want to get my friends know what I'm talking about. Right. My friends know <laughs> and my, my family know, too. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Right, but when he man. revealed his true self and I find I found out that he had been lying to me. For our entire relationship, yeah, mm-hmm. I I literally well well here's the thing I, I thought I was fine I was like oh no no that has nothing to do with me I tried to like separate mm-hmm. myself from the situation mm-hmm. I never did the healing work yeah. but yeah. Yeah, that mess that came up yeah. that, that mess came up yeah. so people were like oh I don't need to talk about it like no it's cool like let me suppress it I definitely suppressed that. I talked about it a little bit, but I was just like, no, it's fine. Like, you know, it's whatever. Like, I'm happy to be just single. It, yeah. You know, I just buried it. Uh-huh. But it came back up and it came back up bad. <laughs> it came back up bad. And like, just my attitude towards men just shifted, yeah. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like I was just like, no, I don't I don't like this dude. I don't like this dude. I don't, mm-hmm. You know, I was just I, I oh man, I was so guarded. I was so guarded and just so, you know, damaged. And I, I really would just encourage other women uh i I wouldn't say hoeing don't heal you but (laughs) (laughs) it don't it's it's, it's called exploring it's (laughs) it's it's exploring life and just being free for a while and just you know yeah testing out different water seeing seeing you know what fits for you right Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. that's okay but if you're coming from a place of brokenness and doing that Yep. It yep. can get dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. It yes. can get dangerous and, and very toxic. And, you know, just don't forget to take that time out for yourself and mm-hmm. do some internal work and, you know, really examine what you learn from this relationship. Um, what what still bothers you to this day? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I was at a, <laughs> I was at a point where whenever my ex would try to text me and talk to me, I'd throw my phone across the room. Woo! I was like, it, it, it was bad. <laughs> but enough, enough about me. Yeah, but but, but I think I think it's, you, you did a real um, 
strong thing by just saying like, all right, let me go back and revisit this because obviously it's some stuff that's, you know, still manifesting in my life that I ain't dealt with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and the only way I'm going to really get where I need to go is if I actually go back and do the work. Right. You feel me? The damage that I've right. experienced. And us fellas, we don't do that a lot of times. We don't really do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we Existing in this man box, you, you know, you're taught to just suppress anything that's going to make you look soft. Mm-hmm. So if you saying I got to sit myself down and really do some internal work, other men gonna look at you like, oh, you you being weak, you being, <laughs> right. you being vulnerable. Exactly. But we don't do that yeah. around here, like we, yeah. we, you know what I'm saying, right? Exactly. And also too, like when your friends ask you, you good, you be like, yeah, I'm good, bro, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good, yeah, like I'm, I'm chilling, I'm mm-hmm. straight, I'm yeah. straight. But it's just like, why not? You know, tell your friend if this mm-hmm. is the dude that you mm-hmm. trust, like tell him about what's really going tell on. Him. You not yeah. doing good, bro. <laughs> yeah. You not, you not doing mm-hmm. good. Um, but let me get back to the guest. <laughs> Oh, so no, you good? I'm, I'm, I, I wanted to say something, but I'm waiting because I I know it's a question that's gonna line up to you know. I'm gonna yeah, all this yeah. Back, you you so. you you get how to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, what are some of the spiritual practices that you do, or that have helped you the most on your spiritual journey? And, and what is it? Well, like, what is spirituality? In, 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 you know, regards to it being different than like religion or something right, like that. Right, right. I'll do that. I'll start with that first and then I'll go into my practices. Uh-huh. So for me, um, I grew up in a religious family, mm-hmm. right? And uh, most black, like most black people, we had to go to church. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you didn't have a choice didn't to believe choice. in the Lord. <laughs> Facts. If you didn't believe in the Lord, you was definitely going to church. <laughs> you was going to church on Wednesdays. Right? right, exactly. It wasn't just no it wasn't no more Sundays. Like, we going on Wednesdays yeah. now. You acting you acting up? Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of the times we we would think it was it's some it's something like like a <laughs> like like the government, right? It governs us. Like religion, right? right? It has right. a set of rules and laws that you're supposed to abide by and follow mm-hmm. in order to maintain, you know, peace and prosperity and a connection with your with uh i guess your inner christ and which people would know as jesus christ Christ, Mm -hmm. so spirituality is more so there's no guidelines Mm. to your healing there's no guidelines to your path because everybody's path is different Mm -hmm. everybody has a different purpose so Mm -hmm. it invites difference into yeah so it it, it invites uniqueness yeah it it doesn't exile uniqueness you know bro religion is like we're all together and it's all oneness spirituality lets you know you're uniquely yourself in this oneness oh, man. Mm. so it's like we're Let's together but you're still unique in your own spiritual way mm-hmm. right and everybody here we know we all have different dna different fingerprints for a reason and that's mm-hmm. unique in its own so that's we all each each every individual on this planet we each have something special within us that we can channel mm-hmm. if we deep dive into our spiritual realms mm. but we deep dive into emotional and surface things when mm-hmm. it comes to spirituality but to dive into the true essence of it you have to lose yourself completely like you gotta you lose, lose all attachments yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to humanly things emotionally things mm-hmm. just complete like completely let go of everything and just say all right i release whatever i'm holding onto whatever I'm trying to control I release it and I'm gonna allow life to teach me mm-hmm. and I'm gonna allow things to come to me and show me the way mm-hmm. and that's that's really my definition of spirituality oh, yeah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. and for my practices 
because I'm gonna just be honest. Um, I started in 2014, but I was still dealing with a lot of toxicity because of the people I was around, okay. mm. um, the relationship I was dealing with, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't until 2018 when I actually turned 24, and I, um, I was just telling myself, I was like, man. I'm tired of the same old saying. I'm tired of saying I want to change. I'm tired. Yeah. Of, I'm tired of envisioning this life in my head that I cannot put out, you know, into the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I was just like, you know what? I need to start reading more. Mm-hmm. I need to meditate. I need to. I need to, you know, take more time to myself. And that was that was the start of it. It's really isolation, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's just be honest. As humans, we love interactions, mm-hmm. and we we hate isolation because it's scary, yep. right? It's facts. And <laughs> when when you really think about it, the importance of it, it's like when you are forming in your mother's womb, you are alone in a sense of darkness. Mm-hmm. It's just you in that darkness. Yeah, she you can you can feel her vibrations, mm-hmm. but really, it's just you in that darkness trying to learn how to grow and maintain that calmness within the womb until it's your time to see the light. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to go through darkness to see the light. Yeah, yeah that's true. So okay. True. A, lot true. Of, okay. a lot of the times with isolation, you are dealing with dark, your mm-hmm. darkest self mm-hmm. because you always feel like, oh, I need to be out. And you have that FOMO, right? You're fearing of missing out on something. Oh, damn, I could have been at a party. Mm-hmm. I could have been Need somebody to see me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so, <clears throat> thanks. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> it, it's leading into what I'm saying. When you are isolated, you start looking at yourself in ways that you may have never seen until you actually took time to try to analyze your, your behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you are alone, you will try to call your friend right after... You'd be like telling yourself, well, I'm going to just be by myself today. Three yeah. hours go by. You call somebody that you know you don't want to be talking to. Uh-huh. But you call them. Uh-huh. Oh, you want to hang out? Then you hang out with them, and then it's like, man, why am I hanging out with you? Yeah. Like, yeah. I should be yeah. by myself. Right. And that's really because that battle that I was talking about internally is happening. So mm. what happened is you are telling yourself, yeah, this is what I need to do. But that lower self, you know, we have a higher self and yep, a lower facts. self. Your higher self is telling you what you need to do, but facts. your lower self is overpowering that. It's facts. telling you, hey, man, just call the homie up. Let's just hang out. Mm-hmm. Let's just chill. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't got to do all this stuff. You ain't got to work on yourself. Right. Because what, what yep. it's, it's easier to, to mm-hmm. fall into that. Mm-hmm. It's yes. harder to stay isolated and do the work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing about, um, you know, 2020, it was like, a lot of us were forced to be isolated That's right. and a lot of people yeah. were struggling with their mental health and stuff because of that isolation. That's mm-hmm. hard to deal with. Um, so, you know, if you're into spirituality, like that would be a, a, a good thing to, you know, a good time for you to grow. Cause you're isolated. That's a good time to work on yourself. That's a good point that you made though for 2022, because it's just like you say, right? A lot of people had to look in the mirror in 2020 because when you mentioned earlier, like, you know, I tried to be on a routine, I work out and do this. A lot of people did that, right? And then when that was taken from them. Yeah. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. They didn't know what to do, right? Because all your external distractions are no longer available. You have no access to them. You only have access to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, what are you going to do 
in that idle time with yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people never really take that time to think about, damn, who am I? Yeah. Mm. We yeah, yeah, we yeah. get we get too busy trying to chase who we want to be instead of acknowledging who we truly are already. Mm. And I feel like that's where a lot of people are struggling in society is that uh-huh. we too busy trying to portray ourselves as one way instead of acknowledging who we truly are in our spirits. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's what spirituality shows you. It shows you forget all that other stuff. Look inside of here. It's gonna show you everything you need to know. Yeah. And when you do that, your purpose starts to just naturally take over your life for you yeah mm. you don't have to start forcing things no more right. your purpose is driving you mm-hmm. and that's and that's like the most powerful thing you can do that's fast you know right spiritually yeah that, that i feel like for me 2020 was like one of those years for me like I, I i was like i was forced to be by myself so let let me try to look within myself and mm-hmm. figure out what's going on with me what's really happening and i was going to therapy but i feel like even this podcast meeting certain people mm-hmm. they helped me get connected to certain tools that would help with my spirituality and yeah. help with you know doing internal work mm-hmm. um i always mention uh keith telling me about the four agreements because mm-hmm. That really, I, that book really changed my life. That's like it, it really it's a changed really good my book. I read it too. Yeah, like it, it really changed my life. And it, it, you said something about like when you do that work and, and you find your purpose, like it just starts leading you to do all mm-hmm. these things. And I feel that's like right. that's been happening yeah. with me, even with the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's so natural to me. And like a year ago, wait. Yeah, a year ago, I wasn't thinking about yeah. a podcast. Like, I wasn't thinking about, oh, yeah, let me have a platform and talk about mental health and emotions and all that. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about that. But, you know, when I started to do the... Let, let's say that correctly, actually. you Your higher self was thinking about it, but your lower self was operating more than your higher self. So your lower self was the one telling you, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And when you operated out of that and got out of your lower self and you start seeing yourself in a higher frequency. Right. That's when you were like, I can do whatever I want to do. That's right. Podcast, mm-hmm. et cetera, whatever it is. Right. And I think that's that's also the trick, too, is that whatever we want to do, it's already there. It's already up here. We just have to tap into that part of our mind instead of the other parts of our mind that we are influenced by mm-hmm. the externals. Mm. And that's really what it is. Mm. That's what I mean about that that battle inside more than uh-huh. it is outside. Right. Because we, we, you know, we like to think it's, you know, oh, I, I would have never thought about, no. If you would have been more focused and just had time to clear your space at an earlier stage. Yeah. You would have been taken off. Right. And that's, yeah. and that's why, you know, when I speak to our people, right, black people, I tell them, like, no, if we would have recognized our greatness a lot earlier, mm-hmm. we would have been further along in in production as far as how we are successfully thriving in this country. Yeah, mm. but we don't see any value in ourselves. Mm. We don't, you know, we have to have something good has to miraculously happen for us to be like, you know what? Maybe I can do something. Mm. You know, we don't we don't see light at the end of the we don't see light in the midst of the darkness. So right. we we don't tell ourselves that if we just keep walking. We might just see that light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Right. We're mm-hmm. just saying, man, it's dark as hell around here. Right. Like, why would we? Why would we even do this? Mm-hmm. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, 
who would put themselves through this? Right. And it's like, you know, we we have to put ourselves through this because it's a spiritual battle. Right. Like, and it's, it's, it's amazing to me the change that I saw within myself when I stopped focusing on other people mm-hmm. and just really, like, focus on myself. Exactly. Because, you know, going to... I feel like Hampton has like this culture and we try to follow each other and we try to get the good jobs right after graduation. We mm-hmm, try to flex mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I got this six figure job. I got this. Da, 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 da. And we get caught up in that and, and yeah. what other people are doing. Yeah. And then we get miserable in that. And then mm-hmm. we kind of touched on that when my friend Mo was here because mm-hmm. we were talking about Hampton. But it's just like, you know, we're, we're focusing so much on the negative and what's on the outside and comparing ourselves to other people, yeah. trying to keep up with whoever it is mm-hmm. and not doing that internal work on ourselves. And we're not able to, you know, reach our higher selves because we're so focused on. That's and, right. and that's what I had to learn. Like, Nia, stop focusing on what, what the other girls is doing, how much money they got, how mm-hmm. much money they got, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. They got a house. They got don't focus on you. Yeah. When you put all that all that energy you're doing researching and talking about other people and whatever, you put that energy into yourself. Yeah, like you could accomplish anything. Well, and you pay attention to grows right like plants. Right, you gotta you gotta water your plants. You gotta talk to your plants. You gotta you gotta get you gotta feed it good energy. Right, right. you gotta let it know that you care about it. That you care about its growth. Mm-hmm. And and you gotta carefully pay attention to if it needs trimming. If it if it's getting low on water, mm-hmm. you know, if you need to spray it, if it needs to be misted, it's mm-hmm. like you gotta you gotta pay attention to details, mm-hmm. right? So when you're talking about yourself, we are the most biggest project we're ever gonna work on, in you know, in this entire lifetime, yeah. right. ourselves. Yeah. No matter what you do externally, your biggest project is you because mm-hmm. that battle's always with you. That's right. Because once you got everything right within, it shows. On the outside, yeah, right. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. That's, That's facts. really the thing. I, I, I was kind of talking about it on my Instagram story uh, last night. Like you gotta, you actually gotta sacrifice something in order to commit to yourself. So what I hear y'all saying is like, I have to sacrifice that that lower mm-hmm. self. I gotta get out of that that mind state, that that frame of work, mm-hmm. and actually commit to you know being in my exactly. higher self and, and existing in that space so that you can you know because reach the your lower potential. self is always gonna be there, bro. And I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say this: I really don't like those people that try to ignore the lower self and only speak about the higher self right mm-hmm. they only tell you to be focused and do this and that right and you you'll be successful like no it's a battle every day mm-hmm. yeah. it's not you just do this and do that you wake up I, i'm I, i'm like practicing a routine right waking up at 5 45 it's a battle every day yeah. to wake up <laughs> yeah. at that time yeah. it's not like i just want to wake up every day uh-huh. like some days i do wake up and i'm ready but not every day. Some right. days I'm like, oh, damn, I don't want to get it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the lower self being like, yeah, man, you tired. So just lay down. But my higher self is like, if you was tired, you wouldn't even be up. Mm. If you was tired, you would have slept past the alarm. Exactly. Because we've all done that, right? Yep. Yeah. Everybody, if, if you really tired. <laughs> you don't hear that. You don't hear that alarm. Hear, <laughs> you ain't going to hear that alarm until yeah. it's two hours later. You're like, dang. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's time to go, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, when we go through those little instances, that shows us right there that it's a battle in our minds, mm-hmm. right? More than it is actually like, oh, this is what it is. Like, oh, man, I'm just tired. Like, no, it's just your mind trying to convince you you're tired. Because mm. if you were tired, you wouldn't be moving. Mm. If you was tired, you wouldn't be able to get out of bed. 
you know? Yeah. Because yeah. we, because I'm, I'm like programming myself to be like, if it was five forty five and you got to get up for a job every morning, you gonna get up, gonna get right? Up. Yeah. And it's for your dream. It's for what you're trying to do. You're trying yeah. to set yourself up. So are you not going to be on time? Are you not going to wake up early on yourself? But right. you wake up early and make for money somebody else? for somebody else. Yeah. But not for your greater good Do it for and your legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's my battle for like you know when we talking about the lower self. Mm-hmm. So it is that just telling yourself that I'm not going to give in to the lower self. Not that it don't exist. You know I hear about yeah, a lot of people talking about ego death. There is no ego death. Mm-hmm. Everybody still gonna be there. Not <laughs> every day. That's fact. That's bro. that's yeah. That's a fact. We all got an ego. I don't care who you are mm-hmm. on this planet. You got mm-hmm. an ego, so it's gonna be there. You got to be able to control it because the ego is your friend and it can be your enemy if you use it for negative reasons. Mm. But if you look at it as a positive, you can learn when you can use your ego for good. Mm. But a lot of people get caught up in the negative. Of ego because they want attention, mm-hmm. they want mm-hmm. all focus to be on them, mm. and they're trying to be in competition with people. Competition, you know, mm. and that's and, and Black if you in competition, is in competition, if we in competition with anybody than ourselves, we already losing. Already right, losing. Yeah. I don't care what you're doing, like, and that's that's what I tell people all the time. It's just like some people they're like, oh, I can't find love, but I got a degree, I got this and that, but it's what about your spirit? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> that was me you, right there. You look that good on me. paper. You could look good on paper, but when we're talking about love, that's a spiritual connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beyond all the external things that you have. Mm-hmm. You have to bring spiritual value. You mm-hmm. can't bring just money. You got to bring spiritual value, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of people are lacking, mm-hmm. and they don't want to admit that mm-hmm. because they're like, "Oh, I got this and that to compensate. Well, I got a house. I got this, this, and that." You gonna have that house and be by yourself, exactly. For the rest of your life because exactly because you, you can have all those things and still not be whole and, and you still value be sad. Those things yeah. more than you value the spiritual aspects of life, mm-hmm. which is connecting with somebody, mm-hmm. knowing when, like I said, to let to lower that ego and to allow yourself to be vulnerable, to be transparent with people. Yeah, because that's that's when you actually allow yourself to connect on a deeper level. Right. Right. But a lot of people are too scared to let themselves go. They 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 too scared to release attachments. Mm. And I've been there. It's hard, man. Yeah. But this is not for the weak. Like <laughs> we 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 telling y'all this, but this is like hard. This is like exactly. really a, a process. It's mm-hmm. not an overnight mm-hmm. thing. It's not. Oh, I I went on a spiritual thing for a week and now I'm no 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 no. This is yeah. ongoing. This is ongoing and this is right hard. Now. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I I would say for me, like um, for a long time, all the way up until like last year, like um, I would I would battle with myself in the sense that like none nothing. Like ec- internal really even matter. Like mm-hmm. you know, I'm just living in reality. Right, what right. I'm doing right now, I've got to this place because everything that I've done, I put the work in. And mm-hmm. it, I didn't have to do no internal work. That stuff doesn't even, you know, God, all this higher belief. Like yeah, I'm just living in reality. I'm just existing. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until something significant happened in my life that just made me do a complete 360 and was mm-hmm. like, whoa, bro, you've been going the opposite direction the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like you, yep. you not, you not doing this right. You know what I'm saying? Once I finally had that breakthrough. Everything that I was doing, I was making moves. I was progressing in life. But once I got to that point, it just elevated. Like, I just skyrocketed. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I wanted um, both of you guys to talk about um, 
just being in nature mm-hmm. and how that helps you cope with different things. Because you have mentioned that previously, you yeah. know, just being in nature and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. feeling the moment, oh, how man. that helped you. And I know that LJ, he likes to go on hikes mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, tell me a little bit. I mean, LJ, I'll let you go first. Mm-hmm. But just tell me a little bit about that, how you how you started doing that and what that does for you. Okay, I got you. And uh, we'll, we'll touch back on the 2018 and progress back to 2021 right through the journey mm-hmm. so 2018 birthday and all that i'm isolating myself mm. during this isolation i spend a lot of time in nature i go on hikes for the first time by myself right people that are you know close to me they're hearing me and they're like what the hell are you going on a hike by yourself That's, yeah they already spin spewing out all the negative thoughts trying mm-hmm. to make me mm-hmm. discouraged to go out there by it. myself, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like I'm trying to take a leap of faith into life by myself. And people are like, are you sure you want to go out there? You don't want to call somebody? And I'm like, no, I'm going to go out there by myself. I'll mm-hmm. be all right. And only then did I realize <laughs> how, like, just minimal my problems were compared to just the problems in the world, right, and just the beauty of life. Because mm-hmm. when you go out in nature, it's just you and nature. You could yell. You could talk all the you know crap you want about what's what's wrong in life and yep. why you ain't got this and that mm-hmm. and nature is still gonna just be blossoming mm-hmm. it's still gonna be booming the trees are still gonna be blowing you know you still gonna hear the birds chirping you like they might you know hear disturbance from you yelling for a second they might be like what the hell is your problem <laughs> yeah. but then they gonna keep going on about their day because that's how life is it's like you can't sit and just masking all your bs and try to just be mad at the world because life is constantly moving like Mm. you have a chance to keep getting better every day just like in nature you know like if nature stopped we would stop Mm. if the trees stop growing trees you know stop receiving that carbon dioxide from us and stop giving us oxygen then what are we gonna do Mm -hmm. Mm. you know yeah we have to keep moving it's just like water water keeps moving when water is still is when it becomes intoxicated. And that's why when you have, like, you know, these rivers and people love going to drink water water from rivers, it's because it's constantly flowing. Mm. It's constantly cleansing itself because it's constantly flowing. When you have water that gets trapped in one spot, it gets contaminated because yeah. it's trapped in one spot. It's not allowed to keep flowing. Mm. And so that's why I have this term, you know, with my friends, we say we grow with the flow. Because that's really what life is about. It's about growing with that flow and learning to adjust to life. Because we try to make life adjust to us. And some people got to understand that that's not how the universe works with law of attraction. Law of attraction is you aligning yourself with the things that you want. So you have to grow with that flow. Mm -hmm. You can't just assume that that thing is going to, you know, lower itself to grab you and pull you up to where it's at. Like you have to elevate your spirit, your mind, your body to the levels that you want to be at. Mm. Now that's mm-hmm. facts. I know, I know for me, I barely started, you know, tapping into nature and whatnot. Like, um, it's probably like the summer of last year or, or going into the fall of last year. Um, and just honestly, like that, that breakthrough, that one significant event that happened in my life. The first thing that I noticed was, you know, once I had that breakthrough, the rays from the sun felt different. Like, mm. I really I really started, like, I, I just, I walked outside, and I was like, damn, like, the light is hitting me in a mm-hmm. different, 
you know, in a way I never felt before in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just started, you know, taking, you know, taking walks in nature. Um, and I would, you know, find myself at the top of the hill and I will just find myself appreciating the sun. Mm-hmm. Like just feeling the, feeling it. Right. Beam on me, you. Flow yeah. inside yeah. me. Yeah. Like feeling yeah. it in, in my body. Dirt, feet, huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Taking my shoes off and really being grounded with what I'm standing on and, you know, really trying to submerge myself in the elements of life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just really found that appreciation. So I go out from time to time and just, you know, go up there and breathe, and mm-hmm. stretch, open my body, let all the rays be exposed to my skin, you know, and just let it flow through me. Right. And, and a lot of a lot of people with depression, like if you go outside, if you just exercise or be out in mm-hmm. nature, it can elevate your mood just yeah, by sure. just by letting the sun hit you. Yep. And I try to tell yep. my my kids that I work with because they're stuck in the house doing mm-hmm. virtual school. I said, when's the last time you've been outside? Yep. Do you go outside at all? No, I just stay here. I watch TV and it. You need to go outside. Go outside. Yeah. You need to, mm-hmm. you know, you know, go in the grass, sit, sit and do your homework in the grass. Like yeah. you need that because your your body is going to feel the sun. Your body's going to feel the grass. You're, you're, it's going to make it's going to elevate you in some way. I don't know exactly what it is. You know, your but, body is is earth. Right. We mm-hmm. come from earth. We go back into the ground mm-hmm. once we disintegrate. Right. And to touch on what she's saying is so powerful is that when you realize that when you go outside and put your feet in the dirt, just like the lady that you love, Ayana, she makes her patients, you know, or her clients right. go into the dirt and put their feet in the dirt. What it does is all our nerves are are connected to our feet, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why they call those call the feet your souls mm. because they're like, you know, they connect you to your deeper self. Mm. And that's why, you I know, didn't know that. foot health <laughs> is very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you, anybody out there needs, you know, some foot care y'all need to take care of that asap because your feet are one of the most important parts of your body that you need to keep up to like you know optimum health if you really want to be healthy and so when you put your feet in the dirt you're allowing your nerves to reconnect to that to the minerals in the dirt in the ground Mm. and to connect to the trees who stand strong in their roots and who stay grounded Mm. And that's why they say that's why they call it grounding is because when you put your feet there, you get connected to the surrounding energies around you. Yeah. And just like, you know, I don't know if you ever heard the saying about trees communicating underground through their roots. But that's such a powerful thing because it's a metaphysical science thing. Mm. And so when black people get back into metaphysical science, that's when we will step outside. And we will realize that we eat sun rays, mm-hmm. you know, through our mm-hmm. melanin. Mm-hmm. We receive yeah. vitamin, th- uh, d- vitamin D. Vitamin D, yeah. But D3 and other uh, vitamin Ds in the sun and like vitamin K and things like that. You all get all these things from being outside, right? Yeah. Being in nature, just going for a walk, taking taking a five minute just uh, meditation exercise, right? You can do breathing exercises. There's so many ways to just sit there with yourself and try to practice a way to elevate your mind, your body, or your spirit. But it's all about your intention when you're in nature, too. Mm. That's That was another thing I was going to mention. It's like your intentions in nature because nature responds to you. So if you are acting crazy, you're going to see a lot of crazy shit out there when you're in nature. Mm. And so you have to you have to pay respect to the grounds. Like when I go out in nature, I pay respects. I'm always like, thank you for allowing me to be in this space, to be protected. Mm. And I 
I pray for guidance. I pray for information, right? I pray for understanding and understanding about myself. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I feel like when you go out to nature, you have to be very intentional with with your, you know, with your purpose of why you're out there. Don't just say, I'm going to just go out here just because I heard this on, you know, what's good with you podcast. <laughs> they, you know, they said this, this, this post to work. No, it doesn't work like that. Uh-huh. You need to, before you step out, be like, why am I going out here? What am I, what am I trying to get? What is the goal? Mm-hmm. You know, what is the message that I want to receive when I'm done with this hike? And that's something that I had to learn, right? Because when you, when you, when you don't have any guidance, you're just doing things. So a lot of these things were trial and error for me. So nature was probably the best alternative thing that I did that didn't have so many like, you know, negative feedbacks and things mm. I had to adjust to. Right. Because I realized that's that's where we come from, right? Mm. We come from nature. So when you go back out there, you just get reconnected automatically. Mm-hmm. And that's like the most powerful thing about the healing journey is when you tie nature in and you see the importance of nature man your your spirituality just is, will just rise right and your frequency will rise and you will be <laughs> when i say your senses are heightened i mean like heightened you will for be sure. connected yeah. you will feel and hear and see everything and you'll be able to pick up on people's frequencies and their energy before they even recognize what they're going through mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. something powerful right yeah and that's just something that we have to through time understand that it comes from being open and honest with ourselves and allowing ourselves to be free in nature Mm -hmm. i wanted to um ask about well this is my last question about why do you think so many black men shy away from the spiritual healing that needs to take place within them like is it because of like things that you went through, like that backlash from your friends and family? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? What, what do you think? Why why are black men shying away from from this type of healing? Um, this complex answer is going to get a little deep, so just bear with me. <laughs> okay. Black men have been under attack since the beginning, right? And when I say that. I mean that in a way of just understanding that spiritually we've been attacked. Our spirits have been attacked, not just through slavery, but through embarrassment, yep. through through yep. just through, through brothership. Right? You you like we don't understand. Some of our ancestors watched their brother that they went to war with, that they went through thick and thin with, mm-hmm. get castrated, yep. get hung. Intentionally. Like, intentionally. Yeah. And you couldn't do anything as a man yeah. to help him. And that does something to your spirit. It mm. does something to your mind when you feel defenseless and helpless. And think about it, in, even in a relationship sense, right? They watch, We watched black slaves get married and get, you know, raped and et cetera right after and the husbands couldn't do nothing about that about it Mm. and that damages your spirit and when people talking about generational curses right well that's something that's generational right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's spiritual like when we think about you know genetics we only think about physically but it's spiritual genetics out here too right and so things get passed down spiritually and they're still embedded in us right and a lot of people still, you know, they talk about the slave mentality because that was spiritually embedded into us. Yeah. And so with black men, we when we did 
come into the society outside of slavery, we were really just trying our best to get off the ground and, and provide for our families and to have something, just have ownership. Mm-hmm. And that's why post-slavery, going into the early 1900s, there were a lot of black businesses. There were a lot of black families coming together, and we were prospering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, due to the riots and all the Tuskegee experiments and going to war, that drew a separation from black men and their families. Mm. And that also allowed black women to have to be forced to step up and to take over, right? Yeah. yeah. And and that's why I said this is complex because it gets deep, right? Because people have to think about that. If you, if you take it, a black man out of the household and he's going to fight a war for X amount of time and you have a black woman taking care of the kids, the house, the chores, making sure they go to school, it, that's a lot of work, mm-hmm. right? And in a sense, there's almost resentment there too, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, I've been here, I've been that. And when he comes back, he's like, man, I, we don't even know what he's been through when right. he went to war. Yeah, It's yeah. just like, you know, it's, it's such a huge dynamic. And I feel like that's the huge separation with black men is that we have been disconnected from everything that we've known to love mm-hmm. and that we held, like, valuable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I'm pretty sure, you know, our ancestors didn't want to go fight World War II, especially at the time Hell where we nah. don't even have our own freedoms, right? Right, yeah. They knew. They and, knew and they were forced that, yeah. to go do mm-hmm. these things, and America knew that they didn't America care. Knew. Yeah. And so they separated us. And so when we did come back, it was almost like the black women were like, we don't really need you. Right. I've already been doing this without right. you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you, whatever you're going through, I, you know, it's hard for people to empathize with what you're going through when they're struggling themselves. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of mis- disconnection with the black man and black woman is just not understanding how we got to where we are mm. and that it wasn't built on black men, dis- you know, disrespecting and degrading black women. It was circumstances that we had to go through and grow through through the society. Right. You know, because the black family was one of the strongest things happening in this society right. through the midst of yeah. a lot of changes, right? Mm-hmm. And so with black men, we really had to grow through this and try not to be as emotional because we had to learn that life, this life in America is a game. Mm. When, you, when you're talking about men, Matrix, yeah. it's a game. This is a, this is a white man's game. And as a black man, they're trying to take you out first. They're not trying to take out the Asian first. They're trying to take you out. They want to make sure you get out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you are the biggest threat. Mm. So they will do everything they can to have the upper hand and have the edge over you when it comes to the system and how it works. And that's why when you, you can even see it in 2020, right, we were, we were, we were all locked down. But we got this money and black people started investing in stocks and all these other things that white men been doing for years. And all of a sudden they was like, oh, hell no. We're going to have to put a stop to this. Mm-hmm. And now you got Joe Biden talking about 80 percent tax on cryptocurrency and et cetera. Right. Because they have no control over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that That's threatens right. their that threatens their hierarchy. Mm-hmm. That threatens their plans because we're starting to become more knowledgeable. Mm. And like I told you, when it's a game and people are starting to learn how to play your game, they got to change the rules. Mm. And that's how America has done this, right? So when a black man is starting to get in a position to take care of his family, to get back on the right track, to understand what's really important, we got another challenge to go in there. And Mm. we got to be like, we want to be there. We want to focus. 
but it's hard to because you got pressure on you. You don't mm. got this pressure by yourself. You got pressure from maybe your family, right? Or the women you're dealing with. Maybe you already have kids. That's a lot of pressure on yourself. And you are trying your best to figure things out. But that pressure is making you feel like you don't even got time. You need to figure it out right here and right now. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, your family gone. Everybody gone. You a failure. Nobody want to hear from you. So a lot of black men see that. And their biggest fear is to disappoint themselves, but disappoint the people around them. Uh-huh. And they are, and that discourages them from even spiritually digging deep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what we're talking about more so is the men that's trying to shy away from trying to connect to themselves. It's because they're so focused on society yeah. issues. Something else. Mm-hmm. They're trying okay. to, they trying that their best sense. to put yeah. focus on so many other things that, that are, you know, all the other tasks at hand. That it's like when it comes to family, when it comes to love and all that, they like, man, I barely got money to provide for family, to provide for love, you know? Mm, yeah. And that hurts them. And it's just like, you know, certain women have went through that situation where they're like, oh, I make more money than my man. And that kind of bothers him and et cetera, et cetera. It's just because in, in just the nature of black men and black women, we provide for black women. Mm-hmm. That's in our nature. That doesn't take away from black women's hard work. They are hard workers. But the men, since, you know, the beginning of just us knowing how to be civilized, right? Yep. And having cultures. Ancient Mm Kemet. We made those pyramids. We made all those monuments. We didn't make those for us. We made those for the black women. We were trying to impress and uplift the black women. That Mm. was the whole purpose of this. It wasn't to boost our own egos and toot our own horn. I don't care what history is telling you. Because when you do the real research, mm-hmm. just like when people wear these onks and all these things, they don't realize that's really a homage to the black the woman. black woman, yeah. And since since the beginning, we our culture has been revolved around black women. Black women rule the culture still to this day, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, what, that's when you have to understand as a black man, you can't put pressure on yourself until you understand... Black women are going to, they're going to do what they have to do. You can't pay attention to, oh, I'm not being able to provide for her or do this and that. You have to pay attention more so to how do I get myself back into a spiritual place to where I don't take things personal Mm. and I'm able to provide for myself. And that will allow me an opportunity and a way to provide for others Mm -hmm. Mm. because we can't help anybody if we don't help ourselves. See, but we get too caught up in, oh, we got to help this person. And, you know, like I said, a lot of black men, they have kids. They have responsibilities. Right. So it's hard for them to try to get back into themselves right now when it's like, I got a mouth to feed. I got two kids. I got two mouths to feed. And, yeah, yeah, and responsibilities will shy them away. And that's not to say that these things are, you know, acceptable. I'm mm-hmm. just explaining to you the, the nature of the, the reality. Of, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. 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 No, I, I get it. I get it. You had to explain, like, the whole backstory so that we can understand why it's happening still now to this day. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that this is why it's leaning into our generation, right? And they're like, oh, these, these niggas don't care, blah, 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 right? But it's not that. It's just that they were not taught to worry about those family and structure and being the man in the house that's not the priorities that we were taught we were taught to go get money right have all these women drive these cars and that was it 
They didn't tell us, oh, go buy businesses. Go make sure you take care of home. Make sure you respecting your mom. Make sure that you, you know, take care of the groceries if you can and things like that. Mm-hmm. Black men, we weren't taught that. That was something that, you know, our fathers, our grandfathers were taught, yeah, you know, 40, yeah. 50 years ago. That right. was something that was like a standard, right? And that's something I feel like a lot of people are shying away from now with societies that, we are acting handicapped, mm-hmm. doing certain things that we should know that our ancestors were doing, and it was just normal to them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off, but they're about to kick us out. <laughs> um, but you ain't got to go you, home. You yeah. Get I mean, out of here. Man. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you really broke a lot of things down, and um, I feel like. Just recently, I've just been like really harsh on black men mm-hmm. because I'm just like, why, why aren't y'all like healed? You know what I'm saying? Like, why mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. dude I talk to like broken or you know not really mm-hmm. there? But that put it in perspective for me, so I do Make appreciate that. Um, I wanted to ask you, where can people follow you um, and support you at? Oh, you can follow me on Instagram at Lone Wolf LJ. And everything is spelled correctly. Lone Wolf, L-O-N-E-W-O-L-F-L-J. My music is on Spotify, Apple Music, all that. You can search the artist Lone Journey. And I have a project called Light EP on there, Alpha EP. I also have new projects coming out in 2021, including this Wolf self-titled project that I have. And that'll be releasing in the next month or so. Okay. And the Fruit for Thought podcast will be coming in the summer. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, say that. Yeah. I, I got to be on there. <laughs> oh, what? Both, yeah. both of y'all. You know? yeah. And and yes, and I'm I'm just glad to be able to have people like y'all around because y'all inspired me. Just like I inspired you to start this, you inspired me to start my actual podcast. Yeah. Right. So, you know, everything is reciprocated, and it, and that's the beautiful thing about this. I actually love this whole podcast. I love the staff, man. Y'all that's are great. Up, <laughs> Thank you for that. having me, man. Yeah. Girl. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate you. I really feel like I got, like, a history lesson and just everything. Like, I, I learned so much. I was yeah. really like, mm, uh-huh. okay, I did uh-huh. not know that. So I'm really thankful um, that you joined us today. Um, You guys can follow us at double underscore what's good with you. Um, We also on YouTube. Please subscribe to our page. Check out this interview on YouTube. And we are on all streaming platforms for podcasts. And oh man, this is the last episode. Yeah, this this the last episode. Uh, you know, just oh. hey, but real talk, man. Thanks to all the supporters, all the listeners, all right. the viewers. We appreciate and y'all that, that's, so that's much. That's real love because we, you know, we made this for the people, right? You know what I'm saying? When you came, you, you brought this vision to me. It was like this is for the people. This is for our people. And I was like, yeah. man, I'm rocking with that. I love to hear it. You know, oh, and y'all done an exceptional job. All right, thank I'm you. I'm a thank day one you. listener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I'll do. Yeah, okay. thank you. But you know, this is just a break. Like, it's not the last episode forever. This mm-hmm. is just a little break. You know, summer coming up. We've got a lot of moves that we're trying to make. So we're gonna take a little break. But we'll be back we're for a second back. season, and we'll have more guests. And just, um, I want to say thank you to all the guests that were on season one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of y'all didn't know me at all, and I was just like, hey, like, can you be on the show? <laughs> and they they said yes. So I just want to say thank you to all the guests that. Um, we're on season one, and uh, that's it. Hey, y'all keep the love and the peace. We'll see what's good with y'all next season. All right.